And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. And they're always mad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're riding solo. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for this Thursday's Wrestle Rave 2 from AIW, which will be at the Winchester I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe to your ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers email. If you so choose a desire, rest in cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a preview for this Thursday's show from AIW Wrestle Rave 2, which, like I said, is at the Winchester. And yeah, it's, uh, it's just me this week with AEW on Sunday, Raw in town on Monday, and other people's schedules. You know what? In the words of Thanos, fine. I'll do it myself. So let's see how this goes with just me previewing the show. So this should uh, be an uh, interesting one. Already expecting not a lot of downloads from it, but hey, that's, you know, it is what it is. But let's talk about coming back to the Winchester second time this year. And AIW has said like these shows are going to be a little bit of experimentation. We're going to see talent we don't normally always see potentially see some debuting talent that have never been to AIW. In a way, let's uh, see what they're made of. And potentially this could get some of these wrestlers on additional Winchester shows and as well as additional AIW shows. But you got to impress at this show. So if I'm correct, the last time we had Wrestle Rave was 2019 with Session Moth, and that's... One of the few AIW shows I have missed uh, at the time with my job, I couldn't swing it. But this time, working a lot closer, it should be a little bit easier for me. So uh, I've got my ticket and I will be there. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this card and let's start with a debut. Original Sins versus Members Only. Obviously, we know a lot about members only or we you know we've seen them wrestle at AIW since August they've been training for years finally getting that big debut 
Original Sins, though, I wasn't, or I'm not that familiar with them. Dick Michaels and Tyler Lydell pulled up Cage Match. Saw some some former opponents of theirs. You know, they have wrestled the Bitcoin Boys. They have wrestled members only. And companies they have wrestled for, uh, they were on a pre-show for, uh, I think it was Billy's Cosmic Christmas. They wrestled for Flophouse, IWA Mid-South, and Rise. Just to name a few of the companies they have wrestled for, see a lot of Flophouse on their cage match. And, you know, some AIW tag teams have wrestled at Flophouse as well. So I'm, I'm curious to see how these guys are going to do. But they're coming into members-only territory. And uh, I see members-only picking up the victory here. Let's move on to another debut. Alex Crowley versus Megan Myers. Alex Crowley, one of the youngest wrestlers out there and has been wrestling for a number of years. She's someone that I've, I don't think I've ever seen in person, but I know of her because of just how much she gets out there. Or at least at one point, she seemed to be on a lot of shows. Just not necessarily around here. And we got Megan Myers, too. Uh, you know, was once training at AIW, then went back to Pittsburgh. I think that's where she was from originally. I'm not 100% sure, but I know she did move to Pittsburgh. Don't see her as much. She, you know, was in an AEW dark match, which that's awesome. I think this is going to be a good matchup between the two. And we have, I feel like we haven't seen a lot from Megan in AIW. I mean, she did debut last year during Go For Broke, and, you know, we hadn't seen her for months going in the last Winchester show. And one thing that people that clamor and demand for there to be a women's division in AIW, I like what Thorne said, how, you know, this division is going to get built over time. And here we are with a woman's match that doesn't include... Jocelyn Navarro and Ziggy Heim. And the only reason why I bring up those two is because they're pretty much at every show, whether they're in a match or not. You know, Jocelyn's got a lot of big matches already in AIW and Ziggy has had a lot of tag team matches in AIW. They could easily put one of them in a woman's match every month or every show. They're not doing that. Here we have Megan who semi-regular and the debut of Alex Crowley. So I'm expecting a fun one with this one. I don't know the reaction Alice Crowley will get, but I feel like AIW has really taken a liking to Megan. And uh, I obviously always want to see more of her, more of Alice Crowley and tell more debuts, whether they be guys, gals, or non-binary pals. If I'm putting a pick on this one, I'm picking Megan Myers. Let's move on to the next one. Casey Carrington versus Evan Ambrose. Casey Carrington, the new bone collector and the weirdster. Gotta throw that out there. The graphic says Evan Ambrose, but he is the weirdster with a fantastic entrance theme, a new remix entrance theme. I expect the crowd to be heavy in Evan Ambrose's favor. There might be the Carrington family in the crowd. I I think they were at the last show or the last Winchester show. So there'll probably be at least that little section, but gotta love the weirdster in this one. 
I mean, we don't have much story going into this one. Evan Ambrose hasn't had a ton of matches lately in AEW. I mean, he's he has had a handful. I mean, I know he lost to Isaiah Broner at Hell on Earth 16 on the on the pre-show. He did beat Big Twan Tucker at the last Winchester show, Ether. Oh, and uh, he also beat Sid Von England at Ace Degenerates. Looking at uh, his cage match since the pandemic, because he did retire right before it happened. Great timing on his part. But uh, there's matches that I, I forget about. He returned at the Chandler Biggins Memorial Cup, challenging Josh Bishop. He then had two matches at the North Canton uh, Main Street Festival, both of them losing efforts to Wes Barkley and Big Twan Tucker. And he obviously lost to uh, Josh Bishop at the Biggins Cup. Then we saw him again coming to Parker Pierce's aid and beating the production. Then we go into... The Winchester shows and Hell on Earth. So that's what's been going on with the Weirdster. But with, you know, Casey Carrington, uh, it was him, Ethan Wright and Brian Carson basically feuding with Dominic Arini. But at the last show, we did see Casey Carrington and Brian Carson basically walk out on Ethan Wright. And as of right now, Ethan Wright is not necessarily retired, but I know he's stepping away for a little while. So Dom will be in the building. We'll see if him or Brian Carson pop up in this match. But the Weirdster is 2-0 at the Winchester since we started to come back. So, you know what? Yeah. Uh, uh, Just by that set alone, I got to go for the Weirdster. Let's move on to the next match. One of our big guests for the show, no pun intended, Big Dan Champion versus Riley Rose versus Lucky 13 versus Chase Oliver. Now, it's been a while since we've seen Lucky 13 at AIW. If I'm correct, we have not seen him. I legitimately want to say Mount Carmel because I want to say the last AIW show he did was, I thought it was a tag tournament, but uh, pulling it up right here. Last time he was in AIW, which was the only show... He worked the entire year, at least according to Cage Match, was AIW Walk the Plank. He was in a four-way match. Check this out. It was him versus Flip Kendrick versus Facade versus Sean Schultz, and Sean Schultz is the one who won. I mean, none of them are regulars anymore. <laughs> and this is the first time we've seen uh, Lucky 13 since. And then we got Big Dan Champion. Big Dan's a dude that I, I know a little bit about, especially with... That Chikara slash Lehigh Valley slash Eastern Pennsylvania connection. So I've seen a lot of, you know, people like him and the boar and many more. Um, I'm excited to see him in person for the first time. And I know he's a dude that's been trying to get to AW. And here he is finally getting that opportunity. And he was the uh, basically the poster boy, the man who was a part of the announcement. For this show. And I'll be honest, you know, this was announced the same day as the Akron show, and I was more excited for this than the guest for the Akron show. I really wasn't watching wrestling back then. I don't even know if that slap incident happened when I was alive. If if it did, I was very, very young because I didn't start watching wrestling until the 90s. So seeing that Big Dan Champion was coming, 
to Northeast Ohio coming to AIW, totally pumped for it, and finding out he's in a match with the returning Lucky 13 and going up against newer to AIW within the past year, Riley Rose, trying to make a name for himself. And then you have Chase Oliver, a guy who, you know, has really made a name for himself without any title shots since coming back. And I feel like he impresses every single time. This match, I'm expecting no different. Now it's going to be hard who I'm going to pick. I kind of want to go with Chase. I mean, I love Big Dan Champion. Riley Rose is okay. (laughs) Great to see Lucky 13 back, but fucking this is a big moment or big statement. I don't want to say moment, big opportunity for another statement from Chase Oliver. So I think uh, think I'm going to go Chase Oliver. Let's move on to the next one. Next up, we have Brian Carson versus Dominic Guarini. And I mentioned it before of this feud going on with, at the time, Ethan Wright, Casey Carrington, and Brian Carson going up against Dominic Guarini. You know, Filthy Tom has been able to be there to have Dom's back as well as members only. But here we got one-on-one Carson versus Dom. And... Again, it kind of goes with what I said earlier. Will Casey Carrington be ringside for this? If he isn't, I'm expecting, I don't want to say a beat down from Dom, but I'm expecting Dom to have some fun here. Dom to get some revenge for, you know, the past three, four months. Yeah, so uh, simply put, if you have my pick, my pick's Dominic Greeny. But again, we'll see where Casey Carrington is or you know, does Brian Carson and Casey Carrington have a trick up their sleeve? Are they going to introduce somebody new, whether it's a AIW debut or whether it's like, oh, they're now going to be aligned with Carson and Carrington? I don't know, but I think that's kind of a possibility. In the ring, I don't count Dominic Greeny out. But when it comes to tricks, I don't count Brian Carson out. With that being said, let's move on to the next one. Eddie only versus TKD. Now, like a dumbass that I am, an element when I fuck up, when we did the review episode, I have said many times that I I use my tweets that we tweet from at Wrestling Cheers on Twitter. And I chose not to include what happened right before intermission that involved Eddie only, which, you know, it's after the fact where, and I'm, Trying to uh, kind of remember it. Hopefully I get this right where it seems like we're just about to go to intermission. Steve Guy is about to make that regular announcement. And, you know, out comes Eddie only. No music. Just has a microphone. Interrupt Steve Guy. Talk shit. Goes in pure Tracy Smothers mode. And for that alone, I loved it. And then out came Hornswoggle to interrupt him. Hornswoggle brought out Luke Gallows. And there was a little back and forth type thing going on. I don't remember everything but i think the big thing to remember is eddie only is back in aiw especially because we get this match eddie only versus tkd you know tkd is somebody who kind of on the same level ish as riley rose of someone who's trying to make a name for themselves i think this last year tkd has made some progress but he's not quite there yet and eddie only is a guy who's spent the past you know, most of like two years traveling across the country and, you know, doing tattoos when he's home, being back in AIW first match against TKD. I mean, 
Some might look at this and be like, oh, this should be easy for Eddie Only. No, I don't think it will be. I think TKD2 needs this win just as much as Eddie Only, if not more. So happy to see Eddie Only back. Especially love it that it was a complete surprise. But uh, I'm going to go with TKD. Let's move on to the next one. Nine to five versus the production. Nine to five, maybe one of the most hated tag teams in AIW. Is it because of their alarm clock? I don't want to say music, but you know, entrance possibly, but there is nobody that is easier to hate than them. The production, this form of the production, because let's face, I mean, God, when you think about it, like the production has been around since like 2016, 2017, everything just blurs together when it comes to years for me. But you know, they've had all these changes and we've talked about that before. And you know, this version really has found their place and it doesn't feel like any other version. Derek loves to kick ass. Ziggy loves to kick ass. Ziggy, a compliment that I don't know if I've publicly given to her or not, but one thing I do love about her is if you took a picture of her like once a month, like say the first of every month, she does like different things with her hair, whether it be colors, cuts, styles, and sometimes her makeup too, to wear, or you know, obviously her gear, but like when you look at shows, like they all have different feels for her because of the different looks. Different, Barbara said the better way to put it was better look. She has different looks. So they all obviously look different. And I think that's really cool. But you know, nine to five is not necessarily a team that we should be sleeping on. Lewis Linden and Jack Verville are veterans, tag team veterans. They show it in the ring. I would, I would kind of push myself to pick nine to five. Just to be a little different, I mean, God, I got no one else on here, but, you know, sometimes when you pick wins, it's not, at least for me, not who I want to win. Sometimes it's just who I think's going to win. And maybe I think certain things will happen in a match that will cause the team that I want to win to lose. So I'll pick their opponent, but this, I gotta, I gotta pick, pick the production. I love them. Yeah, so let's pick the production on that one. And let's move on to the next one. I'm not sure if this match... Or the next match will be the main event. Because this match is the only championship belt that's on the line. Or belts. PME versus bulking season. You know, I've heard a lot of complaints about, you know, how PME have been since they won the tag titles. Like, this just seems to be maybe like a lazy reign for them. It's just, it's just not connecting the same. But I think just because... How some of uh, things have fallen coming out of their title win. You know, Hell on Earth, they were in a six-man match, and they were supposed to be in the main event of the next show, but were uh, unable to compete. But they're, I was going to say, probably one of the best AIW Tag Team Champions in history, but they got a, they got a lot of great competition. I'll at least say since I've been around, I put them in conversation for best tag team champions. I don't know if I'd pin number one, but I'm going to say they're in the discussion. And they're going up against Bulking Season. And, you know, over the past year or two, Bulking Season has really come into form, especially Chuck Stone. Chuck Stone can go on a singles run if he wanted and cause mass destruction. I have compared him, and I think I've heard other people compare him to Earthquake, John Tenta. It's partially the look, and it's partially his style. At least... For me, when it comes to the style, 
and they are a well-loved tag team in AIW, and they can be a force to be reckoned with. Now, do I think they're going to win? No. I'm going to pick PME. And that's only because we see how PME works. This PME will win by any means necessary. So I expect them to do the same at this show. Bulking season probably should win. They could win. PME is going to find that shortcut. And they're going to take it. They're going to take it until somebody puts a roadblock in front of them. I don't see it happening here. I could be wrong. I think the Winchester would come unglued with the smaller crowd that it will have. But I'm going PME. And let's uh, move on to the final match of this pretty quick episode. The Duke versus Kaplan for the Golden Boot. Now I'm expecting with this match, much like the last time the Golden Boot was put up, we will see Bitcoin boys here. They will be in the corner of the Duke. But are they going to be enough to stop Kaplan? I do notice here too, on the graphic, it's it's the Golden Boot. That's not the Golden Hoss Boot. Just the Golden Boot. Interesting. But all that aside, Kaplan is a bowling ball and the Bitcoin boys are just two pins at the end of the lane. He could easily bowl them over. Without a shadow of a doubt, I can see it happening. To where this match is just the Duke versus Kaplan. And I talk about, you know, in the last match, like if bulking season wins, you know, the, the Winchester would go crazy. If Kaplan wins, the Winchester will go crazy. And I'm guessing if the Bitcoin boys are out there, or the Duke may have said it in a promo where he's put it on Twitter and I just haven't seen it yet, or it'll be eventually on Twitter. It'll say how many days that he's held that boot. You know, it was kind of surprising that Levi didn't beat him, but Kaplan could be the man. Kaplan could be that dude that finally beats him. Because let's face it, the other, the last person to hold the Haas boot isn't even wrestling anymore. They're reviewing movies, last I knew. So this this should be interesting. I'm, you know, like I said, if the tag team match isn't the main event, this could be it. Probably be tag team match. But has, I would say, has Kaplan, or the Duke, I mean, has the Duke had an opponent equivalent to Kaplan and kind of? Because this is the guy that went up against Jock Samson at, I believe, Absolution 7. Kind of match of the night. It's like It's like a really big match that... A lot of people remember from that show. And I would say Jock is a little comparable of Kaplan. Kaplan is probably the the unglued version of Jock Samson. So yeah, this this is probably actually the hardest match for me to pick. Because who do I want to win? Kaplan. But I don't know who I think's gonna win, because I could see it going either way. I could see the Duke and the Bitcoin boys pulling it off. And I purposely say the Bitcoin boys, the Bitcoin boys are necessarily going to overpower somebody like Kaplan, but all they have to be is in the right place at the right time and maybe cause a referee not to be looking in a particular direction. That's all they're needed for. And the Duke would win. So the flip side of that is, you know, this being the big moment, this is where it finally happens. Kaplan takes the boot, but I would be dumb when it's all said and done not to pick the Duke. He at least has the Bitcoin boys there on top of it's the Duke I said like Brian Carson will win and uh, Casey Carrington would win by any means necessary. And I think same for the Duke. So I'm going to pick the Duke on this one to retain the golden Haas boot. And then we're off to the, the next Winchester show when he has to put up the boot. 
And then, of course, too, there is the official after party for WrestleRave, which is also at the Winchester, much like how we now have for the after party for Odeon shows are right there at the Odeon. And uh, this will be hosted by the Rip City Shooters. So we know Wes Barkley and Josh Bishop are going to be in the house. So one last time before we go, WrestleRave 2 this Thursday, March 10th, 7.30 bell time at the Winchester Music Tavern. Doors open at 6.30. Matches that you will see on the card. Original Sins versus members only. Alice Crowley versus Megan Myers. Casey Carrington versus the Weirdster, Evan Ambrose. Big Dan Champion versus Riley Rose versus Lucky 13 versus Chase Oliver. Brian Carson versus Dominic Greeny. Eddie Only versus TKD. 9 to 5 versus the production. PME versus Bulking Season for the AIW Tag Team titles. And the Duke versus Kaplan for the Golden Hoss Boot. I hope you come out to this show and support. AIW obviously has. Two other big shows coming up. First is, I should say next is, The Doctors in Saturday, March 26, 7.30 bell time at the Tadmore Shrine. And then we have Eyes of the Beast, Friday, April 22nd, with a 7.30 bell time at the Odeon. And that one, we have the just recently announced Shaza McKenzie going to be at that show. And then the big one. Minoru Suzuki. There is not another wrestling show you're going to want to be that night. You're going to want to be in Cleveland, Ohio at the Odeon. No matches have been announced yet for, I was going to say either of these two shows, but technically one has for The Doctor is In. But we have nothing for Eyes of the Beast. Only match announced for The Doctor is In. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers versus Joshua Bishop and Wes Barkley. So... You know, that's so far of the next kind of month and a half of AIW. And then I wouldn't be surprised end of this month, we got another show announced. A lot of stuff going on. We're starting to really get back into the rhythm of things. A lot of shows. And yeah. And of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Much you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com. Slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we have the merch store over at watermaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, the Eurovision Showcase, and the Spanish Announce Table. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds with Wrestling, Marks with Mics, This Ends at Prom and Porch Talk. Also, check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as The Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Heart of Gold, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and don't forget, use promo code CHEERS to get 
10% off your next order. JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And I'm sorry you had to listen to me babble on for however long this turns out to be. Definitely under an hour. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Brighten in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back. Other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp. Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold. Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close. The number one podcast going in the game. And one day everybody's gonna know the name. It's the Wrestling Cheers. This is Platinum Max, signing off. Ohio, good night. The world, good night. We love you. We'll see you next week.